Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker. That makes me your other co-host, Chris LaSalle. Chris, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing okay. Two days in a row. Can you believe it? It's weird. And it's Thursday. Also weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we've moved on to minute number 38, and this minute starts with the prison guard saying, moving him to the Federation Funny Farm, and ends with Sulu joking, keeping you busy. <laughs> this this minute is uh, like a laugh a second. So before we get started, I want to ask you a question. Uh. Um, you know, we talked we talked about um, in Rathacon about like the beginnings of some of the seeds they laid for later episodes with like the Shakespeare and you know the, the Moby Dick references and things like that. Okay. And you know, in the later movies, we know they they definitely tried their hands more so at humor and interjecting what they thought were funny jokes, which just sort of were groaners. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this the moment? And I'm going back to the cantina scene. Are these the moments where they started to interject that type of almost groan-worthy humor? Yes, I because I feel like this. I feel like we're now like this is where it starts. Yeah, I think I I agree completely. I think in the last minute when McCoy uh, tried to do the the Vulcan nerve pinch, yeah, uh, that was the start of the you know. The, the cringe the oh god but but i get but i i'm realizing a little bit that I, I think it depends i think it depends on which side of the bed i got up on in the morning um true because when we talked about it uh yesterday uh i completely enjoy it but i know i've <laughs> i know other times when i watch the movie i'm just like oh this is just like slapstick you know and so i think it i, I think it depends on my mood and and i don't know what that says about me but um and and I will say this minute, the, the jokes that are in this minute, I've I've also groaned at them in the past. But in getting ready for this minute, I chuckled at all of them. So, is what do you think? What do you, what's what's your take on it? So I I I, I 100% agree. So yesterday when I was pre- doing, uh, you know, we were doing the minute, and um, you know, I was sort of skimming ahead to the you know the next couple of minutes or whatever, and uh. I looked at one of the parts in this movie, this this minute that we'll get to, that I was like, oh boy, that's uh, boy. And then I'm looking at it today, and I find myself chuckling a little. So I think the mood has struck me that oh boy, this is funny. And I and I totally you you hit exactly where I wanted to go is that I think sometimes the humor that we find in Star Trek where we it is sometimes grown worthy, and then other times you hit it and it's like, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. It, it must be, you know, maybe like, you know, people have biorhythms where you're, you know, you ebb, ebb and flow, you know, maybe, maybe just that Star Trek, you know, funny bone ebbs and flows. And sometimes you're like, you're all in. And sometimes you're like, uh, I don't know. I don't want the jokes, no jokes. And I think if you don't want jokes, go watch Wrath of Khan and go watch motion picture. Oh yeah, definitely. But if you, but if you're looking for the jokes, go watch Voyage Home 
and watch this one. Yeah, I think this is yeah that's the beginnings of those funny little jokes. Right. Because I, I I think not to not to jump ahead, and I, I guess I'll just I'll just say when we get to the bus scene in Voyage Home, <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty sure that's the culmination of the jokes. Yeah, I, it I agree. The bus scene and. and uh, it, so I, I don't want to say any more than that because you know, I want to save it for when we get there and and I'm wondering to myself because I haven't watched Voyage Home in uh, I don't know how long it's been um, and, and I I worry a little bit about rewatching it <laughs> when we getting ready for you know doing another season uh, am I going to uh, laugh at that scene or am I going to groan at that scene and I don't I don't know so I, we shall see and, and you know along those lines uh, I think some of the humor it it, it 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 totally hits home like i i will i profess my faith in my my love of of voyage home as right or wrong as that may be as i know some people hate that movie and that's one of the ones that i definitely you know we all think we all majority of us think that rathacon is sort of the pinnacle of you know everything else you know pales in comparison voyage home for me is like that next level of combination of action and humor that I just can't get enough of and I know I'm weird and you said like you know you have cringeworthy stuff in Voyage Home where I just I can't stop enjoying that movie oh great well that's good well maybe we'll have a we'll have a an exciting uh season of us debating the movie <laughs> well I know I know Jonathan Carlyle will love that yes yeah hearing us debate one another <laughs> I completely disagree with you Dave <laughs> All right, so uh... <laughs> so let's so let's start. I just okay. I, so here's one for you. Let's let's like I, I know our listeners love to hear about us as kids. Um, high school, senior year, creative writing, Mr. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. Am I am, am I to do I remember? And uh, this is really I just just kind of tick off our listeners. Like uh, we really don't want to hear about you guys in school. But uh, is it an is it a thing? Is alliteration supposed to be humorous? Um. Sometimes it can be. So in this case, you just opened up the minute, right? They're moving him to the Federation Funny Farm. Am I supposed to... I mean, I chuckle at that. I think it's kind of funny, one, that he calls it the Federation Funny Farm, but that's also all Fs. <laughs> um, so I think they're just... It's just... Like I said, this minute is just like almost... Every, we should count the dialogue. Is every single line a joke? In this In this minute? Yeah. Just... About, I would say there's a good portion of this minute where, yeah, every line is a but joke. Do we want to? Do we want to? Do you want to? Do you want to recap that at the end of this episode? Or do you want to do it now? I like. I kind of want to do it now. Okay. Okay. Moving on to the Federation Funny Farm. That's a joke, right? It's supposed yeah. to be funny. <laughs> uh, Kirk saying he's fruity as a nutcake. Yes, poor friend. I hear he's fruity as a nutcake. <laughs> Okay, that's two. Yep. Guard says two minutes. Okay, no. Coy says Jim. Kirk says how many fingers do I have up? Show <laughs> holds. Does the Vulcan salute? That's three. <laughs> uh, McCoy says that's not damn funny. I think that's a joke. That's, <laughs> that's four. Uh, Kirk says your sense of humor's returned. I think that's funny too. That's five. Um, McCoy says the hell it has. <laughs> <laughs> and what's that? I think that's funny. That's six. And now, stop me. Have, 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 would you disagree with any of those so far? That those are all supposed to be funny? 
Uh, no, I actually... Well, other than two minutes in when McCoy says Jim, I think those two aren't funny. I don't think right. those are meant to be funny. But I think the other ones, yeah, I think they're all jokes. Okay. All right. So we got six six out of the eight, eight, uh, eight lines of dialogue are, are, are jokes. Um, and Kirk says, Lexerin. McCoy says, Lexerin, what's that for? Um, you're suffering from Vulcan mind melt. And then McCoy is that green-blooded son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another one. That's seven. Uh, where's the admiral? Uh, he's with the prisoner. Get him quickly. No, no, no. Oh, what, did I miss As, one? Uh, McCoy says uh, uh, that he says that's green-blooded. That green-blooded son of a bitch. It's just revenge for all the arguments he lost. All right. Does that count then? Is that I've lost track now? I think that counts. Okay. So <laughs> he goes. Let me see. Eight? And this will make you well enough to travel. And it ends with Sulu saying, "Keeping you busy." Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost every. <laughs> Almost every line in this in this minute is played for laughs. Yeah, uh, and I think I laughed at all of them this time. So last night, or yesterday, or whenever uh, we were recording the other day, the other the other episode, the one that made me cringe was the Vulcan salute one. Okay, I, I sort yeah. of looked at it when I was watching it, and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> they went there. And um, but then I watch it tonight, and we're talking, and I find I find it very funny now. Not only because it's it's funny, but the fact that I think Shatner's having trouble performing the Vulcan salute. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. He's he's trying a little bit to hold it. I almost wonder if there's a string there against his <laughs> ring finger and his pinky that someone off screen is sort of pulling so it open wider. I mean, it's. Uh... It's also, I think it's also funny that the how many fingers I'm holding up is, I mean, Kirk is making a joke, right? He's not. Right. Yeah. It's not for us. It's not for the audience. He's making a joke at McCoy, <laughs> you know, for McCoy. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, which is, which is funny in itself. Well, well, is he making a joke for McCoy or is he making a joke for the hybrid? No. <laughs> uh, well, he wouldn't be because making it. For he's Spock. using the Vulcan salute, and he knows right. that he's got Vulcan in there. So is he trying to? Make a joke with Spock. That's a good point because does I suppose at I suppose at this point we don't know if McCoy understands what's wrong with him. Well, like, he this. he eventually does. I mean, he eventually gets it once Kirk tells him. He's like, "You're suffering from a Vulcan mind melt." Right, but 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 at, but at this moment when when Kirk's doing the Vulcan yeah. salute, you know, he, you know, he's like, he's probably like, "What the hell? Why? What do you?" That that's not funny. Well, I guess that's what he says, right? Um, but uh, it could be just because he doesn't understand. And he's probably more like, "Hey, that's a little disrespectful to Spock, don't you think?" Versus, "Oh, Spock's in here." Yeah, the ha ha. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I guess that's the minute, right? We went through all the dialogue. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, so, what do you think of the jail? What do you think of the jail cell that McCoy's in with the flashing lights and the he's Guys goes over and puts the little Atari cartridge in and turns the lights off and pulls the Atari cartridge out. And then Shatner sort of does like this almost Monty Python-esque long step through the door. He does it. Yep. Uh, well, I I uh, I know we made fun of uh, we made fun of this at the end of yesterday's episode when we when we first see the the storage unit door open up yeah. and I'm like what this is not. That's not a, you know, a jail cell in Star Trek. I completely forgot that it's the, the second door that he goes through. That's Star Trek, the force field door. Yes. Um, 
So uh, I, I like it's it. It's got some. It's got some sort of. Is that a chair that's in there? Oh yeah. I was like, there's no sink. There's no bathroom in there. There's nothing. We never see the bathroom or the sink or. Oh no. The yeah. toilet or anything. And he's in jail. Where's he going? Where's he? Go- Makes me think of that. Um, I don't know if you watch Family Guy or if anyone watches Family Guy, but there was the the one where Stewie and Brian are going through the the multiverse, and they go to this one where he, you know, Brian's like, "Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom," and Stewie goes, "Number one or number two? and he goes, uh, "Number two. and Stewie goes, uh, "Poop removal, please," and it's like, then you hear pop, and I feel like that's Star Trek right there. It's like they've mastered that they don't even need bathrooms anymore. So they figured out how to just transport that stuff out of you. Yeah. Um, I, I will go with your theory because I do not have a better one. <laughs> and I will speculate that the yeah, the toilet is off screen somewhere and we just can't see it. Because you're right, it's not that chair that's in the corner. Yeah. That would be a, yeah, that would be a funky toilet. And what, you know, speaking, so look, just looking in the door. So uh, Kirk is walking into the room. You see that chair on the right. And then what what is on the wall? It's just a big white square. Is that just supposed to be? It could light? be a light, or potentially a light. <laughs> I mean, it kind yeah, of no idea. Yeah, and the other in the other shot, it, it looks you, you you can't really get a a better look at it, but it could be just a could be a window that you can't quite see through. It's hard to tell, but it's well, if, yeah. At first, I thought it was like you know the when you go into a doctor's office and you have x-rays done and they put the x-ray up there i mean he is in sort of a i don't know he's in a prison i guess but i just wasn't sure if that's what it was yeah not sure maybe it's just a big giant light like an interrogation light yeah uh yeah so i guess i i mean i you asked the question what do i think i i like it i like the i like even though you know it's all these arbitrary uh doodads sticking out of the walls uh I have no idea if that's just for style or function, but I I like them. It's a uh, it looks future futuristic enough, but for me, it doesn't look fakey fakey. Yeah, it looks it looks okay. I'm okay with the jail, I guess. Okay. Other than the you know the looks like U-Haul. <laughs> um, can we talk about the uh, the guard? Guard number one. Guard number one, the one who said they're moving him to the yes. Federation Funny Farm. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Gar- so that is Gary. That's Gary Faga. Faga. I, I would have said Faga. Yeah. F. Faga. Guard number one. He has pedigree. <laughs> yes. In working with Shatner, not once but twice before. Okay. He was in the motion picture. Yep. And he was in Airplane Two. <laughs> Did he? Did he work for what was that? God, what was Shatner's character's name? Was it, was it? Buck Murdoch from Alpha Beta Base. Did he work for him in that in that one? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw the same thing too. I was surprised. I'm like, oh, he was in the motion picture. He was the um, the guy who gets neck pinched by Spock when he steals the the jetpack suit. Yeah. When he's, yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not in. He's not in very much. He's uh, he's got a couple of credits. You know, you know, a couple of TV shows, a couple of movies, and that's about it. Yeah, what happens? Yeah, the last the last thing he has he did was search for Spock. 
Was searched for yeah. Buck, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he's an accountant now. Yeah, I don't know what happened. He almost looks like the, uh, in Airplane 2, he almost looks like the assistant. The guy that's like, we don't have a bridge, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't, but I don't think that's him. I think he's, I think that's okay. a different actor. Um, I just like saying that line. <laughs> Any excuse? We don't have a bridge, sir. Why wasn't I told about these things? <laughs> and then, let's see, what other things are we going to chat about here? So, I mean, obviously all the jokes. Um, so, since you, since you brought up all the jokes, which is the best joke? Oh, which is the best joke in this in this yeah. minute? In this minute, I oh, I was gonna say the how many fingers am I holding up? But I also think McCoy's response that that's not very damn funny is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I think it's either that one that's not very damn funny, or it's his revenge for all the arguments he's lost. That one's definitely probably got the biggest laugh I think in the theater. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's not my. That's not my favorite one. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's not very damn funny. Is my is my favorite. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, Fruity's a nutcake. Yeah. So, what's your least favorite? Probably. Um, yeah, probably either Federation Funny Farm or uh, here he's not Fruity. Fruity's a nutcake. Yeah, I, I think I gave it away. I say that, but yeah, I think Fruity's a nutcake is is <clears throat> is my least favorite. Yeah, I'd say it's, those are. We sh- we should put a poll up on the Star Trek Minute <laughs> Listener Federation and see what everybody's favorite joke was in this minute. Sure, sure. Go for it. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> I said it, so I have to do it. <laughs> so, all right, uh, I will do that. Keep an eye out for it, folks. Um, I did look up. So, Kirk uh, says you're suffering from a, Vic- a Vulcan mind meld, and. Uh, yep. It goes to inject him with uh, Lexarin. Yep. So Lexarin, uh, real or not real? Uh, not real. Oh, all right. You knew. You win. Uh, yeah, Lexarin. <laughs> <laughs> Lexarin, not a real drug. Um, and it sounds real though. Uh, it does. I. I mean, I went looking for it, assuming it was. It was. You know. I mean, God, you see all the, you know, commercials on TV today. I could have sworn I saw Lexarin last night on TV. You know. Um, but it's just a drug uh, able to alleviate symptoms of malaise and or multiple personality disorder uh, in those who experienced a Vulcan mind meld or who carried a Vulcan Katra prior to its placement on Mount Salea. This is a very specific drug. Yeah. Uh, or it's just, you know, those, uh, those folks over at Memory Alpha who like to document everything for us. Um, this is all I got. So there wasn't a lot of um, uh, extended universe uh, mentions of of, of Lexern and, and how it came to be. <laughs> um, so yeah, Lexern, not a real drug. Not a real drug. We are not sponsored. Will not create uh, you know diarrhea or uh, dry mouth or third arm or you know potentially. I, I, I Dave, I literally, literally last night was watching TV. There was a drug commercial on, and the first thing it says is it prevents death. <laughs> Literally, and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll take that drug. I mean, you know, and then they, yeah. But I'm like, I, I, I can't wait to see it again because I'm like, because like, I'm like, did I just imagine? I'm like, no, it said prevents death. Yeah, prevents death and some other symptom. I'm like, what? Um, anyway, all right. So, so now we get to the outside of the, uh, you know, 
the prison cell, and we see a uh, football man going to play some laser tag, and then in comes Sulu. Yeah. In a huff. Very, very... He looks more... So, we had Secret Agent Man in the minute 37, 36, 37. Sulu looks more like a Secret Agent Man than the other guy. He comes in, he's got the... He's got the business-like attitude, whips out the thing, shows him, and says, uh, get Captain Kirk. You know, perfect secret agent man. Absolutely. Um, his credentials, I know we talked about the other agent's credentials. Uh, Sulu looks like he has a calculator in his. Well, I think what I noticed more about Sulu is that neither of them inspect his badge. He shows it, and they both look at him. And, you know, they look at him, his face. They don't look at the badge at all. He just sort of flips it open, closes it, and then that's it. Yep. It's all about it's all about confidence. It's all about how you say a thing. You say it with confidence. Yeah, I think believe. I, yeah. Um, one observation, backing up a bit. Sulu uh, yep. walks in the door. Uh, yep. And my question is, is, what is he standing in front of? It looks like a giant speaker. Um, I think that is probably uh, props from another set or potentially <laughs> the back of the set that we're not really supposed to see. Okay, because you get a good look at it. And I'm like, wow, it looks like a speaker and it looks like it's damaged. Uh, it totally so, looks like an unfinished wall that would be behind a set right. because it you can see it only goes up so high Yeah, and you see white above it and it just looks like it's gray and I almost... Fa- you know, expect to see some, you know, things you see written on a wall that, you know, long hallway that people, you know. Post no bills. Yeah. <laughs> Inappropriate things, people's phone numbers and whatnot, you know, spray painted on the side of the wall. Right, right. Yeah, it's very, I, 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 I've always wondered, like, did he just come up a turbo lift or an elevator or, you know, I don't, I, we, we still haven't figured out if turbo lifts are only on ships or buildings, but. Uh, but I don't know. He ste- he, I mean, he steps over the door. He opens. He has to step over like a lip. You can see him step over it. It's, it's, a, it's a very odd, this jail or prison, whatever this is. Um, it's got a weird layout. It does, indeed. So, yeah, he comes running in, very confident. Where's Admiral Kirk? And then guard number one with the prisoner. Get him quickly, Commander. Starfleet wants him right away. Yeah, that sounds legit. But I, I mean, how do they know even know who he is? I know he flips the identification that neither of them look at, but he doesn't say like, "I'm Commander Sulu" or, um, "You know, I'm with," like the other guy at least said, "I'm with Federation," you know, intelligence or whatever he said. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> uh, sorry, Federation security, um, but he just sort of, unless he's that well known. Yeah, but would he be? Like they know who Sulu is. Yeah, but he's just a Sulu. Is a you know we know him, but he's a helmsman of a ship. He's not like a captain or, and he's in a civilian yeah, so clothing. Gonna, yeah, so I'm going to diverge for a second here. All right. And this brought, brings up a new thought for me. So when we meet Secret Agent Man in the in the bar, and he comes over and he, you know, sits down next to McCoy, you know, and McCoy even asks like, "How do you know who I am?" Mm-hmm. And, you know, he flips the badge and he says, I'm Federation Security. Do you think that because of the many times that Kirk and his crew have saved the universe, 
that they know they are well-known people like they walk down the promenade and oh. you know hey there's Sulu hey there's Chekhov or hey you know you know my can I get your autograph McCoy you know do you, are they celebrities or are they just does everyone know who they are because I feel like with as big as the Federation is and as many vessels there are you just can't know everyone like that's just too much I, I get maybe Kirk because he's the captain of the Enterprise and maybe even Spock to a lesser degree, but someone like Sulu or Chekhov, I, I don't necessarily see them as being well-known. Uh, are you talking about... Let me just clarify that a little before I answer. Are you, are you saying well-known within the Federation or well-known Yeah, within the Federation, Earth? like these two like these two guys, the guards here, okay. like yeah. he flips out his badge. Like, yeah. do they know who he is? Like, do they know he's Sulu with Kirk? Well, you know, uh, it's a, it's a, I think it's a great question. I've never thought about that. Are, uh, you know, the, the the crew of the Enterprise is celebrities or heroes. Uh, and uh, I'm racking my brains at the moment. So, the, the, you know, in the filmography, you know, the, the Enterprise has saved the world from V'ger, right? True. But I'm trying to think of, you know, in the five-year mission, how many times did they save the world? versus, you know, just all of the adventures they had on different planets. Oh, bad, bad tricky. Uh, I think they've saved the world many times oh, without people knowing it. Without people knowing it. So it's that yeah. that, that quiet, uh, humble, I'm not going to brag about that time. I, I saved the well, world. I'm going to go back to Space Seed. Mm -hmm. Like, he clearly didn't tell people about that. <laughs> he didn't tell and anybody. I the feel like if Khan had gotten the ship, he would have... He he would have wrecked some uh, wrecked some planets there. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, well, now I have a question. Uh, so, if there, are, I still haven't answered your question, so I just put it aside for a second. Uh, sure. So, so we think they may be the, the quiet, unsung heroes. Yes. Uh, if one of them was going to be the guy who bragged, who was it? Who would be the, Scotty? Oh, Scotty. Uh, I had Chekhov. <laughs> you think so? I I could see Chekhov bragging at the bar to impress the ladies. Hmm, maybe, yeah. So where do you see Scotty bragging? Oh, at the bar. <laughs> Just at the bar, sharing war stories? Yeah. I had to save Kirk's butt more times than I, uh, you know... There was this one time he called down, and he needed more speed, and I told him it was going to be three days, and I gave it to him in three hours. So... Think, go back to your question. Are these are they famous? Uh, I'm going to say only within Starfleet. Okay. And not necessarily with the younger crowd at Starfleet. And I think okay. I think we can talk about this again, not too far from now when we get to Uhura. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and I think. Well, I guess even tomorrow, when we talk about the next minute, we can talk a little bit about how famous they are or popular they are within the Federation. Because this minute ends with Sulu, you know, giving guard number two a hard time, keeping you busy. Keeping you busy. Which is a great line. <laughs> oh, my. And I, I'll just ask this. Uh, do you think Sulu's keeping you busy was, was he being... Uh, was he being sarcastic or was he being... Because he sounds genuine to me when he says it. 
But do you think he's being? No, sarcastic? I think he. I, I think he was totally being sarcastic. I think he was like, you know, the dude's there sitting yawning, and he's like keeping you busy. <laughs> Jump. Jump. All right, fair enough. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good point. I forgot it was in reaction to the yawn. Uh, if it had just been banter, if he hadn't yawned and he said that, maybe. Yeah, it would be I mean, I think it's yeah, I think it's the yawn marked with his comment is total sarcasm. Yeah. And I think you know we'll see in the next minute. I think the guard's reaction is perfect. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then on that note, uh, any final thoughts on on the minute? I don't. Um, and we're getting into some tasty stuff. For sure. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely loving, you know, a few more minutes and we're, we're getting into some of the, the really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, we still got, yeah. All right. Well, let's, um, let's, let's wrap it up here. Uh, folks, if you want to, uh, well, you definitely uh, need to come out to the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation on Facebook. If you're not already a member of this group, please uh, uh, join up. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we do have some uh, some polls and, and questions that uh, uh, come from other listeners and conversations that happen uh, about the episode. We're also talking about Discovery, which is uh, um, still in you know early episodes right now uh, as of airtime. And um, uh, so, yeah, come on over and check us out there. And uh, we're going to be back again uh, tomorrow, on uh, Friday, uh, talking about Minute 39 of Search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>